Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What kind of controversy are you in with his mother? It's a, it's a family matter regarding... Not anymore. <laughs> it's now it's a people's court matter. This is the plaintiff, Glenda Harrison. She says the defendant's her nephew, and she stored a large metal container on her dad's property, and the defendant lit it on fire. She stores her concession stand business supplies in that container. The defendant damaged it. Now won't let her come pick it up. She's suing for $5,000. The amount she's most certainly owed. This is the defendant, Dusty Brocks. He says he's been asking the plaintiff, his aunt, to remove the container off the property for years, and she never did. He didn't burn up the container. He just burned the grass around it so he could see the property line. Bottom line, his aunt owes him, and she has no right to sue him. He's accused of lighting it up. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $5,000 for storage fees. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Harrison, you are suing Mr. Brooks for $5,000. You say you're actually out more than that, and he is counterclaiming against you for $5,000, and all of this pertains to a storage facility that you have on his property. What's going on? Yes, Your Honor. Um, I purchased a Connex several years ago and placed it on my dad's property. Okay. Where I lived in a small mobile home. All right. Now, a Connex is a what? It's a, a storage container, like a shipping container. Okay. okay. Like yeah. this, right? Yeah. This is actually yes. a picture of the one in question, right? Yes. Okay. So go on. What happens? So I was living uh, on my... How long ago did you purchase a, that? Uh, 2009. Oh, okay. And then, so you were living... I uh, had moved out of a large house and moved into a small mobile home on my dad's property while I was going to nursing school. Okay. And eventually I sold the mobile home to my nephew, Dusty, and I moved. And then I eventually left the state to work as a travel nurse. Okay. 
And um, my dad called me and said the convicts needed to be moved so that Dusty could move his double wide mobile home on the property. So I explained to my dad that this was I had no what way year did it. that happen? I am I'm not sure, but I'm going to say maybe 2017. Okay. Could, I'm thinking it's around then. All right. And so my dad said uh, the Connex needs to be moved so that Dusty can put his double wide on the property. And I explained to my dad, well, I'm in Minnesota. I, I can't arrange for the movement. And he, you know, it needed to be moved pretty soon. And my dad said, well, that's okay because Dusty and Kent, his father, who is my brother, uh, could move it with the tractor. And so I said, okay, if y'all can do that, fine. Then I returned home in a couple of months and I went out to see my mom and dad and get in the container and I noticed it had been moved. I said, oh, you, you had it moved. He said, yes. He and who, right, Dusty or your dad? My dad. Okay, said yes. I don't ever talk to Dusty. I don't talk to Dusty. Why I, don't you I'll talk to Dusty? Out. Dusty's your nephew, it turns out, right? Yeah, it's, it's a bad relationship. I, I didn't even know he was your nephew as I was reading the complaint. You just kept talking about him and your father giving him land. I'm like, well, who is he to you? All right. So you come back and you visit your parents and your father says what? Uh, I, I mentioned to him, I said, oh, I see you moved the Connex. And he said, yeah, I moved it right there and it's fine right where it's at. It can stay there as long as you need it to. Okay. And I said, okay. So that was the last I heard of the Connex. So now we fast forward to this year, September of this year, I went over to my Connex and um, I noticed some somebody had set fire all the way around it, all the way around it. And um, because I was um, in a controversy with his mother and Okay, What's a, what, what kind of controversy are you in with his mother? It's a, it's a family matter regarding... Not that. anymore. Uh, it's now it's a people's yeah. court matter because right. I have to decide the veracity of each side and who's telling me the truth and what grudge they may have to bear, and so this stuff becomes important. So uh, give me the gist of the family matter that you have with your sister-in-law, okay. I guess. Yes. It's, uh, it's regarding my mother's estate. I take... Uh, care of my mother 24-7 because she's on hospice and so I'm with her all the time and um, my sister-in-law is power of attorney for her funds and there's uh, some issues with how funds are being spent and she's supposed to pay me a certain amount and so it, is it in, in court another, right now or no it is it is in another court yes. okay there's a lot of... How long has that been going on? That's been going on since uh, May of this year. Is it your understanding that the property upon which that conic sits belongs to your dad or belongs to the defendant? Belongs to my dad. My dad told me it was his. Dusty actually moved it from where he said my dad gave him land to my dad's property. He is the one that moved it. Did your dad give from him more property? I don't know. Did you ever hear from Dusty asking you to take it off the land? No. Once once he moved it to where he moved it to, I haven't heard any more until September of this year. I, I haven't heard anything. Okay. So let me hear from you, Mr. Brooks. Okay. Um, well, I had contacted him before I'd ever moved it, before the house was here or the land was in my name. Uh, it reminds you that the I had to get a land deed to get the mobile home even on its way. 
So that was mid of 2017. I didn't have the right to really ask her to move it off the property because it wasn't officially mine yet. Once it became my property, I did ask her and I, I got no reply after my grandfather. He told me that he wasn't going to make her any matter on moving the container. Well, the house movers were here trying to deliver the house and I had to, they had to have it moved 20 feet. So we hooked onto the tractor the day of the house movers being here, pulled it 20 feet from where it originally sat. And it wasn't my grandfather that said, it's all right where it was at. It was the house movers. They gave us a thumbs up. That was far enough that they needed to be able to pull in. So we right, right, but there. my question's a little different. Uh, you know, what I'm wondering is, so where it sits now, is that your property or the property of the of grandma? Ever since I got the deed, uh-huh. it has been it's been the same amount of property, uh, uh, acre wide, three and a half. Okay, feet. so the people well, who made the decision of how far to move it, why wasn't it just moved to grandpa's property at that point? That would have been a good idea. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is a 40-foot steel container. We had to drag it with a, a John Deere tractor just to get it where we're just trying to get him enough But clearly we all understand it. that Grandpa is most definitely not getting his daughter madder about the container. Like, he's not saying get this off the property. Grandpa wasn't saying that, right? No. Right. No. Now, did you, after 2017, when it's moved in order to make room for your new double wide, did you ever say to her, you need to take this off my property? Yes. As a matter of fact, I I wasn't sure if it was hers or her daughter's. I think it was the both of theirs. And I'd messaged Courtney, which is her daughter, my cousin, multiple times. I even offered to buy it. My company was wanting to buy it and use it as a job container. And uh, that was the only time I ever got a response back was from Courtney and it was just let me talk to my mother. Never okay. heard nothing Did you else. ever did asked. you ever tell her directly to move it? Yes. Okay. Yes. How did you tell her? Because you two don't speak to each other. So I presume you told her by email or text, right? Well, at, at, at this time, at this time we did, and I had actually left a note down at my grandparents. We had a joint mailbox. Everybody got mail. Would come there and get each other's stuff. Well, there's a note left there for her, asking her to move it, or I would be trying to get it out of there within 30 days. There was. Did you get text that messages. note? That seems a little hostile. Did you get that note, Ms. Harrison? No, ma'am. All right, go on, Mr. Brooks. Uh, there, there, there is text messages which is, I'd have to get with AT and T and go back that far. But well, that's that how. But I mean, the trials now. I really need them now because I'm going to make a decision now. But wh- so, do you have any text messages with her? Uh, not with my aunt. I do with her daughter Courtney, and she is actually the on the police report. She sent the text message. To the police, so I know. All oh, oh, let's talk about that. There was some uh, police action, so we know that much yes. happened. When was the police action? It was September 24th. Was when she had a officer come out to my property to show him the note and the supposed burn damage. Okay, give me a and moment, and then then I'm dying to know how one burns land in order to find a prop. What was that about? You burn. The land, you burn the land in order to find your property line? 
before the pictures were taken, there was stuff growing all the way around the container. Right. Growing all the way around it. Well, the container was sitting right on the edge of the property. Right. I had to shoot. I just had a rangefinder before the surveyors come out to sell the estate property. I didn't know the exact spot, so I, I did it my own way, and I pulled the strings, and I shot it with a rangefinder to be able to see where that line lays. And sure enough, it laid right there. I'm not understanding a word you're saying. Why did you burn the prop? Why did you burn anything? To burn it off, to clear so I can see. It was it was head high grass. So you, so I, I just, I'm a city girl. Explain to me how, because to me that sounds so dangerous that you set something on fire. What if it comes out of control? So what is it that you do in Arkansas that, that you set the fire to, like I mow a lawn is what I do. So explain to me how one sets something on fire in order to draw a line, I guess. That's what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? So that you could see where the property line was? Is that what you're saying? Pull a string to find the property line. There was no fence line, and it was required by the buyers of the old property of my So did you have a surveyor go out there and say exactly where the property line is, a professional? Or did you just say where you think the line is? Yes. No, no. So do you have a survey? coming to, to do that. Okay, so do you have a survey that shows where the property yes. line is? May I have it, please? Uh, I don't have it physically on me. There, there's My darling, you're getting sued because she wants her container. Your position is it's on my property and abandoned for all these years. Her position is it's not on your property. Her position is it's on her late father's property. So how am I going to figure this out if you don't show me the... the, the... Well, I, I, I sent a video that, that showed where the property line lays. Where, where you the say the was. property line lays. No, where they, where they, we had to have a surveyor come out. So is the, the, does the video contain seller. the surveyor talking? I'm sorry? Who's in the video? The surveyor or you? It, it's me, but it's where they had their. I know, that's up. what we call hearsay. So unless the surveyor's doing the video, how do I know that's where the line is? That's just a video of you saying where the line is, right? It's their pins. It's their pins, Okay. So beyond that post is the grandfather's estate? Yes, uh, which would be on the opposite side of that string. Okay. Everything beyond the string that is, is grandpa's. Unload it. See, here's the thing it, it kind of muddied everything up to move it and then not move it to grandpa's when grandpa was giving her permission to do that. Now, what, what seems to be the problem in the family? Like, what's, what's going on? It's all about money to some people and. That is what it boils down to. She has, I guess it's a jealousness thing that my grandfather assigned her power of attorney. And, Your mom. Yes, and holder of the estate. Well, it's going through court for Glenda. Anything that she charges for to take care of her own mother, 10000 a month, is coming out of the estate. And she don't realize that there's no more money in the estate. There's, there's not any. And that is why everything got had to be sold for back pay and for future pay as long as my grandmother is still around. Okay. How old's your grandmother? 89. Did she, did uh, your aunt not want things sold? No, she did want things sold. Oh, okay. All right. We, um, I, we didn't want everything sold. Okay. And who set the rate that she gets paid to take care of her mother? Uh, the, the judge that they are dealing with. with um, okay. Is your mom there? Yes. Can I talk to your mom? Yes. Hi. 
What's your name? Hello, Dieta Brooks. Can you swear in? Yes, can I get you to raise your right hand, please? You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay, you can put your hand down. So this is your sister-in-law, correct? You're married to her brother? Yes. And how, did you ever have a good relationship? I'm married, yes. Did you ever have a good relationship with her, or you never did? No, uh, we had a fine relationship. Okay, when did things go sour? Um, most, mainly in 2017. Because? Uh, that's when my uh, father-in-law asked me if I would take over their finances. And I had told him at that time, I said, um, and that puts me in kind of an awkward position. And um, they didn't care. We went in and we all talked about it. And he and my mother-in-law, they both wanted me to. And that's when things started going south. Because until then, Ms. Harrison had been taking care of the finances? I think she had some, but they have, were just then really getting to the point that they needed help with that. Okay. So how did you realize that she resented that? Uh, well, Bill told me several times when she left, he said that she uh, let, well, she was mad because he had given Dusty this land. Um, and the last that I, I didn't even know that she had gone out of state until he told me that she had left his words cussing and screaming and stomping and that she wouldn't be back. All right. I have this video that I would like to play. And it does have to come back. What are you so, like this for now, I heard your mouth running before I got here, say something. Got nothing to say to you. Oh, you want to talk about nothing? And next time you're on the phone with the police, mm -hmm. and you ask my son if he has a gun, hi. <laughs> Don't try to put him in the bad light when you're on his property. I'm just going to throw something at you. Yeah. I sat there and told Dusty not to let her yeah, listen. Don't let her, don't Get, I am not consenting to being recorded, so stop. What the f is wrong with you? I know what you're wanting to make me do, and you know if I did. The cops couldn't get here fast enough. And if you take that as a threat, that's fine. <laughs> I, I guess uh, she has you to your last nerve, huh? Because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> to say the least. Did anything physical happen or no? Everybody just stopped. No, no, nothing physical happened. Okay. What is it you want to see happen, Ms. Harrison? I would just like to have my container returned and repaired and returned. I'd be, I want to Why be repaired? To you left it container. there. I'm sorry, stop. You left that thing there in November of 09. We are in 2021. So when you say exactly. repaired, repaired why? What did he do to the container? He burned around it and it peeled up the paint. You see where it rusted? No, nah, not really. I also know that you left that thing there for forever, so that doesn't really bother me. Right. But um, well, you're also suing, you're suing for the cost of the container. You're suing for a delivery fee for the container, for movers for the container, for future moving costs of the container. How do you figure all that? Um, at best, you, in your mind, can look at me and say, hey, judge, I thought these guys moved it to my dad's property. So I, and my dad never told me to take it off. So it's not abandoned. That's fine. That means that I would order him to give you access to, for you to pay to take it off. Why would he have to pay to take it out of there? Okay, I, I hired a mover to move it and I had to pay them by the hour. So that was the check for $250 because the sheriff said, no, we got to settle this in court. So really uh, that cost me and I really- I would like to see the proof that you paid somebody $250. Okay, here's a copy of the check. Okay. 
See, here's the problem that you have. That's on November 22nd when clearly the police have told you, do not come with movers. You need to go to court and get legal right. representation because this is a civil matter. And then you just went there to drag it out, and I don't know that that was so so smart. Um, let me ask you a question, Mr. Brooks. You know, do you have any proof of having told her between 2017 and today? And I, when I say proof, I mean something I can see. I don't mean you saying you said so. I don't mean someone else says I said so. I don't mean you talking to the daughter. I mean, I have to see clear evidence, clear evidence that she was on notice that her property was on your property and clear evidence that you notified her, not her daughter, to take it off and then I need to see a passage of time. But the first police report shows that she was notified. That, it shows no, that she it was shows that you gave... say, stop. The first police report does I... not stop. The first police report is in September of 2021. I am asking you for proof that in 2017, that's the statement you just made, that in 2017, she was aware that her connex was on your property. Because I don't oh. even have evidence that you told her to take it off because you don't even want to talk to her. But, you know, there's legal ramifications. You can't just talk to your cousin and say, hey, pass along a message and then consider that notice either. Look, here's what's going to happen. Ms. Harrison, no one's paying for you to take your connex off of there. You're going to pay to do it. How long do you feel that you need in order to do it? Probably two weeks at the most. Okay. I'm giving you two weeks, okay? You're going to set a date certain and a time certain through my bailiff so that there's no confusion. If you folks think that problems are going to happen, you can call the sheriff to come out and be there while she pulls it out, okay? Either side can do that. If you do not pull it out 14 days from today... I will be considering it abandoned. So you better hustle, okay? That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. On your counterclaim against her for storage, no, for the same reasons as my ruling. Good luck. So in these competing $5,000 lawsuits against uh, essentially family members, nobody wins any money. So let's talk to Ms. Harrison first off and see how she feels about this. Ms. Harrison, you didn't get any money from the judge. Um, what, are you, what are you thinking, right? You said it would take you within two weeks you could move it. Can you do that? Yes. I, um, I can, I, weather, weather permitting, I can move it in two weeks. I, I was out $250 already for the towing that I didn't get to tow it, but uh, that's fine. I just need my container back and all my belongings and I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay. So you're going to have it moved, and that'll take care of that. Mr. Brooks, let me ask you. You're the defendant in here. You okay with, with that if she moves it within two weeks? That'll settle the issue? Yeah, I'm okay with that. It's a win-win for me. Uh, it's kind of a deal that done out of spite to begin with, so win-win. Well, I'm sorry there's so all these issues between family members. Hate to see that, but uh, listen, it seems like it's going to work out okay. You're, you're satisfied, and the plaintiff will take care of it and move it, and That'll end the issue. And that'll wrap it up for this case. It's kind of an interesting one, Harvey. What do you think? Well, Doug, this is a really good example of the laws of abandonment. You can't just say, oh, well, the property's been here for too long, so I'm treating it as abandoned. Most states say you have to tell the person, pick up your property, and you have to give them a certain amount of time. Usually it's around 30 days. 
you know, and then you can declare it abandoned, but that wasn't done here. Now, that said, the plaintiff has picked up the property after this lawsuit. Uh, the plaintiff picked up the container. Marilyn, can you give us a little insight into your relationship uh, with your bailiff, Douglas? Yes. All right. <laughs> that's my man. You guys We've have been, been together a few 20 years. 20 years. Right. 20 years. The only relationship I've had that's longer is, you, is the one with you. Right. Um, I think you call him your, uh, your New York husband a lot. <laughs> he, uh, uh, so he came in and he, 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 he always debates this and says this isn't true, but this is true 100%. Okay. He came in uh, to work uh, on the day of my 40th birthday. And when he walked in, um, he... I say he was in an undershirt right. carrying, you know, he says, I would never show up in an undershirt, but that's how <laughs> I remember it. And I looked at him, he says, I'm your new bailiff. And I said, is this my birthday present? And everybody started, which of course you can't say now or you'd get right. sued. But um, we've always had a great relationship. He yeah. is, uh, you know, he's kind of the rock in right. the courtroom um, and uh, also the one who gets my jokes. And the guy's built like uh, a defensive back, an yep. NFL defensive yep. back. Just, <laughs> he is a rock. And he's been the same way for 20 years. Right. Right. So, right. I don't know, I guess... We have some I old... guess he eats right. And yes, he and probably exercise. does. We have some pictures of the old days of me and Douglas and also of you and Douglas. Yeah, Douglas, yes. I got some big 80s hair in the aughts <laughs> in that one. <laughs> This is the plaintiff, Ruth Ann Fletcher. She says she rented an apartment from the defendant. Then, out of the blue, he told her she had to get out. She left to keep the peace and now can't get her full security returned because he claims he had to work hard to remove the filthy, sticky floor tile she left behind. She's suing for $650, the amount she's owed. This is the defendant, Gary Dwyer. He says he has no malice towards the plaintiff, but he's entitled to keep the money he's withholding. The plaintiff didn't return his keys and left the place an absolute mess, so he owes nothing. He's accused of holding on tight to the cash. All parties, please get your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that her landlord illegally withheld her security after she moved out. The defendant says, you know what? She was just a slob. He's keeping every penny. It's the case of you make me feel insecure. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Ms. Fletcher, you and Craig Anderson, and I guess you have power of attorney for Anderson, yeah. are suing the former landlord, Mr. Dwyer, for the return of $650 and your security deposit that he has withheld. So tell me, how long did you live in that apartment? I was just living there for like two years, and then I was out of the country, and he had texted me, and was just like, um, you guys you guys have to leave. Did he say why? He just told me a situation came up. He didn't get in detail as to why. All right. And were you in the middle of a lease or were you on a month-to-month -month at that point? It was a lease. It was a lease. You weren't on a month-to-month? -month? No, it wasn't a month. Had your lease finished? No. Okay. He, he was, it was like 90 days before he had told me. Oh, so he was just telling you, listen, in 90 days, I'm not going to renew it. Oh, so he was giving renew you like a lot, of, yeah. a lot of notice. All right, so yeah. go on. Yeah, and then, so um, I, I didn't want to leave just because the whole corona thing was going on and I was working at the hospital, so it was going to be a lot what, we, what do you do for the hospital? Oh, I work as a dietary helper. Okay, go on. Yeah, 
yeah so it was just a lot for me at the time but i was like i was just like you know what let me just leave just so i don't have to go to go through the whole court thing eviction stuff so it was fine with me leaving and then i left i left when i was supposed to leave yeah i left a a couple stuff because i couldn't like grab everything because it was just me alone and this other person that was helping me so of course i left a few items there and i would text them here and there and be like hey i'm gonna come back for this item but that's basically it um he says you left the place a mess and that you uh laid down some stick tile to the floor that you didn't take it up before you left yeah so the day both the no that's actually the day of when i was leaving me and him we were in the living room and i showed him that it's no big deal to like get it up and he told me it was fine okay he told me it was fine because it was adhesive so when you when you you can take it off with your fingers well why didn't you take it off with your fingers he he didn't want me to he was well no the day you're having this conversation with him when on the day when I was moving out. Okay, so how are you going to do it that day? The day to do that is 90 days beforehand or 60 days beforehand or 20 days beforehand. Like, you're telling him, yeah, well, this is what it is. And he's like, well, okay, what do I do, shoot her? I mean, you know, that, like, because that, he's complaining about that, believe me. Mr. Dwyer, what are your complaints and what are the reasons that you did not return the security deposit? Your Honor, it's not quite exactly as described there. Um, it wasn't quite out of the blue, and it was during the pandemic. You know, and I have no malice towards Ms. Fletcher at all. Um, you know, so I did give her plenty of notice. And I was working from home as well. And I have another location. My wife and I, we have another um, location as well. And I needed the apartment. I told her in advance, um, you know, and other people were asking as well. I told them, no, I, I'm gonna, I have plans for it because I'm working from home. And I have um, a much higher speed internet there and a few other, you know, uh, conveniences So were you going to move in? I was going to take the apartment, yes. Um, I was going to actually have it as an additional, um, you know, for work. You know, um, it's a small apartment. And, you know, and again, with the very high-speed internet, because I do a lot of telemarketing, you know, teleworking, I'm sorry, tele- telecommuting. You know, so it would have been a big convenience. Now, I did give her advance notice, like she said, 90 days. And as far as the tiles that you just mentioned, she did put them down. And, you know, she never finished they were not completed. And I went to um, pick up one of the tiles. And that first tile came up somewhat easy. So I was like, okay, it doesn't look too bad. But the rest of the tiles, she would have not have been able to get the tiles up in a day. It took me practically weeks because the tiles in the heavy traffic areas were stuck very, very tight. And I needed to pry them loose. And after I pried them loose, I had to pile them up and throw them away. They amounted to a lot of weight. And when, you know, after you take up the adhesive tiles, this is my first time experiencing um, peel and stick tiles on hard wood. When you put them down, they leave the adhesive on the floor. So this is the lay down peel and stick tile that she put over real hard wood. Yes. And okay. They were practically, the ones that were not in the high traffic area were not that bad. And I told her, oh, it doesn't seem too bad. But when I went to the high traffic areas, see, she never completed they wouldn't come up. I had to pry them loose. And after you I mean, how could you not loose- think that you're going to lose some of your security deposit when you leave the floor like this? Did she ever ask permission to put these peel and stick tiles down? That's the other thing. No, she did not. And the, clearly, it's in the lease. 
in the lease. I mean, it's common sense. It doesn't even have to be in the lease. It's not our property. So how could you think that you would leave an apartment like that with peel and stick tiles stuck to the wooden floor and that you'd get your entire security deposit back? You can't possibly think that was going to happen, did you? If you don't take the time to peel these off yourself and clean it nicely and return it in the condition it was given to you, is it a big surprise that the landlord was keeping some of your security deposit? Yeah, but um, I had called him and I did ask him, oh, do you want me to come back and remove them? Oh, no. See, that's and the thing. Come back and like... remove them. You know, they're done with you by the time you leave. It's the the idea is that you're not supposed to leave it this way. You see? And then what's all this junk everywhere? Okay, this is um, pretty much how she left it. Um, and I understand she was working. She works very hard. She's very busy. As I am. I, too. I work very hard. I tell, I was telecommuting at the time, but I had long days as well. So um, I didn't think it was going to be too bad. The, the cleaning up of the excess stuff you see there, that was a lot. But, you know, the heaviest lift that I had in, in terms of restoring the apartment back to its original condition was the tiles. Um, she did. Okay, that was something. She left stuff in there. I didn't see. I didn't throw everything out because. She did ask me not to dispose of everything. She wanted those, um, their beef patties, and she left the... Just the beef patties, not the beef. All right. So answer this for me, because you left the place kind of messy, as though someone ran you out in the middle of the night, as opposed to (laughs) someone gave you 90 days to get your act together. Um, So exactly what do you think is appropriate seeing as you left the floor for him to deal with and you left all... He has to clean because you left it filthy. He has to dump all the stuff you left behind because you didn't see to it to leave the apartment. You didn't get it that way, right, Miss Fletcher? Yeah. You didn't. So, yeah. Uh, no. So I'm just curious, what do you think is an appropriate amount for him to have kept? Um, well, I think just the cleaning fee. But what about the floor? I mean... To be honest, I, I had asked him numerous times because we've been communicating for like three months from like after I left about the security. And I was just like, do you want me to come by and I could take it up? Because when we were there the day when I was leaving, I told him I could take them up and whatever. And he was just like, no, it's fine. And he Did you ever tell her, no, it's fine? Was- Here's the thing. If you look at the text messages, now she did offer. And in one of the text messages between us, um, I think it might have been the day after, she did say that someone was coming to take them up. You know, and and I'm like, well, I think I got it. Because like I said, after I took the first one up, I thought it was going to be easy because the first one was not in the high traffic area. But the ones in the high, by the door and in the corridor, they were next to impossible. So why didn't you just call her and tell her, hey, listen, come take it out. Like, I I know I told you I didn't matter, but now it does. I don't think she would have been able to. You don't know know that because you didn't ask her. She offered. She did offer. She did offer, but nobody came. You know. (laughs) Well, that's because you said, I think I got it. I did think I got it, but you know what? It wasn't so much the tiles only. It was the the, the, the adhesive left because I used some of the best product that Home Depot had. I Gooby gone? A picture of that. Or goo gone? Gooby, yes, yes, yes. And it got a lots of high ratings. But even with that, after spending a lot and using it, you can't just put it down and wipe it up. You have to put it down, leave it down, and then scrape it up. And even yep. after you scrape it up, I sent the video that when you see it, and this was much after, as I'm walking on the hardwood floor, you could hear my foot, my steps stick, 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 stick as I'm walking across it, like walking on flypaper. This is after it was cleaned up extensively. The last tenant left a mess, but it's been cleaned up. 
<laughs> I did clean it up to the best of my ability. Did you ever? Did was... you ever send her a letter telling her what uh, what portion of the security deposit you were keeping, and why yes. within the time that your state requires you to do so? Now that's a little. Well, we were in touch for the the time after, but no. As far as giving her an itemized description, as you just described, no, I didn't. But at the time she left. She left, at least was over on the 6th. At the, on the 23rd, we were still uh, talking. But no, as far as what the state required, it, uh, you know, to the letter, to say I dotted those I's and crossed those T's, no. But then after that even, on the, um, a little bit after the 23rd, the next week, we were hit with Hurricane Ida. And my wife and I, we were inundated with a disaster at our other location. So that kind of, you know, that's not... That, that's 19 days later. Her. It's a 14 days. It's 14... Yes. That's 19 days later, Ida happens, but I, by then, 14 days had passed. I understand, but within the 14 days, we were in touch regarding the security because I was asking her, you know, um, is Craig, the other co-signer on, on the, the lease, is he entitled to any of the security? The security did come up, but we didn't discuss in detail... You know, I saw that I she no answered idea. to that by text, no, with a big exclamation point. But, um, right, right. I, you know, you got to be careful of that kind of thing because, um, you know, Craig could, if you return it to one person when two people were on the lease, the other person can come and sue you and say, why did you do that? If you have two people on a lease, you, you know, the, when you uh, return the security, you want to put both their names on it and let them have it out. That's just a piece of advice I'm giving you. But uh, anyway... Uh Look, um, I I'm kind of appalled about the, the stick tile on the floor and the junk he left behind was a lot. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is a little what? A little bit of rough justice, Your Honor. Right. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to rule that each of you are entitled to half of the security. So I am going to order you to, to uh, return a little bit more of the security, which is $125, verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. So the judge has made her decision. Let us find out now how the litigants feel about it. First, let's start with you, Ms. Fletcher. What do you feel about the judge's verdict? I feel like it was fair because I did leave numerous stuff there. I mean, I did offer to, like, help remove it again, and he didn't want to help. So I, I guess it was I guess it was okay. A little bit less than I expected, but I, I'm not mad about it. Anything's better than nothing in this case. Mr. Dwyer, are you okay with the verdict? <laughs> Yeah, I, I am. I mean, you know, and the judge did mention the New York uh, ruling that I was not aware of. That ruling is a, a, a ruling from 2019, July of 2019. Uh, before that, June of 2019, that was not the case. I'm aware of it now, so hopefully other landlords watching this would take note that um, you do have to give in New York State the 14-day detailed um, description of why you're withholding any uh, security for cleaning and damages. So, yes, I think that the, fear, the ruling was fair. All right. Well, good enough. Both parties are okay with this, which is kind of rare, to tell you the truth, here in the People's Court. What do you think about that, Harvey? <laughs> okay, Doug, we're going to wrap it this way. I want to talk about landlords and tenants when they move in and move out of apartments, because we've talked about it before, but sometimes people just don't listen, and they should in a case like this. Take pictures, not just when you move out, but when you move in, and the reason you do that is because you want to make sure that a judge could see this is what it was like when I moved in, and then you take pictures, and this is what it was like when I moved out. The landlord should do it, and the tenant should do it.
As plaintiffs are awarded the depreciated value of an item in court, what happens when the lost item is a rare item or collectible, like a fully restored 1950s car or rare stamp or coin? When you're in a lawsuit and you have to establish the value of something that's truly rare or collectible or unusual, you're going to have to get an expert. You're yeah. probably going to have to hire an expert appraiser, maybe somebody who's, I'm sure they have certification, someone who's a certified appraiser of automobiles, stamps, whatever the heck you've got in order to establish the value because certainly the judge isn't going to really know. Jury's not really going to know right. until you inform them, hey, this was a, a 1951 Mickey Mantle rookie card, my baseball card. A real one, not a fake. Right. right. <laughs> or a Action Comics number one, the first one uh, comic book that introduced Superman, something like that. Right. So, but, you know, by and large, I think people think that certain things are really exclusive and rare and and then they're not they they're just old not right they we, call it an antique and then they're we, not so you right. really have to you can't just say it's really meaningful to me you have to right. establish its actual and sentimental value, value doesn't get you very no far, and the fact that you've held it a long time can mean that it's antique and worthy right. and appreciated right. or it can mean it's just old junk right that somebody won throwing pitching nickels at the county fair and right landed on that ashtray and you got it <laughs> right, that right, right, right right so you're going to yeah. need expert testimony right. for something rare like that. That's going to do it for us now, and we will see you with the next session of the People's Court.